Hi, Arlene Petway here. Welcome to the Christpirations podcast. Wow. I am taking an apologetics class that is absolutely phenomenal. I had an amazing moment as my professor described the conclusion that certain scientists came to after examining the function of a single cell. Years ago, this knowledge was not known, but a single cell functions as a robust factory. A single cell contains enough DNA information to fill at least 1,000 books of 500 pages each. Upon this determination, these scientists became proponents of intelligent design. Duh. They concluded that the cell could not have formed by chance, but that a designer of enormous, vast, immeasurable power and of extreme and infinite intelligence had to be behind this. And they came to this conclusion after examining a single cell. The human body is made up of 37 trillion of them. Just hearing these words from the mouths of unbelievers brought tears to my eyes and made me shudder. I had one of those moments where I realized the uncontainable vastness and bigness of my God and I was in awe. My scripture reading this morning caused me to have questions. I am examining this particular book as the acts of the Holy Spirit, not the acts of men. It's Acts 5, 1 through 11. But a certain man named Ananias, with Sapphira his wife, sold a possession, and he bought back part of the proceeds. His wife also being aware of it, and brought a certain part and laid it at the apostles' feet. But Peter said, Ananias, why has Satan filled your heart to lie to the Holy Spirit and keep back part of the price of the land for yourself? While it remained, was it not your own? And after it was sold, was it not in your own control? Why have you conceived this thing in your heart? You have not lied to men, but to God. Then Ananias, hearing these words, fell down and breathed his last. So great fear came upon all those who heard these things. And the young men arose and wrapped him up, carried him out, and buried him. Now it was about three hours later when his wife came in, not knowing what had happened. And Peter answered her, Tell me whether you sold the land for so much? She said, Yes, for so much. Then Peter said to her, How is it that you have agreed together to test the Spirit of the Lord? Look, the feet of those who have buried your husband are at the door, and they will carry you out. Then immediately she fell down at his feet and breathed her last. And the young men came in and found her dead and carrying her out, buried her by her husband. So great fear came upon all the church and upon all those who heard these things. 
Ananias and Sapphira were struck down by God, not Peter. That's a fact. My questions were, why? And why isn't God still doing things like this today? Surely people are still lying to the Holy Ghost. I decided to research it and I discovered that people come away with different views of the scripture. Some say they were greedy. Others say they disobeyed a command to give up their stuff, believing they weren't supposed to have this stuff anymore. This one was weird to me. Some say they lied in church and that was the problem. And still others say they were hypocrites that wanted to look good before the people. But there is one thing everybody seems to agree on. That the fear and awe that swept through the church was necessary. This new organization had to know that the God that was of the Old Testament scripture was also the God of their time. Remember, these were Jewish believers. He still wants reverence and awe. I don't think it's coincidental that after this event, there was an increase of signs and miracles that were done among the apostles. If anything had to be established, it was that this all-powerful God was with his servants and that he was the one performing the acts through them. If we don't hear of any incidents like what happened to Ananias and Sapphira today, this fact still remains. God is bigger than us. God is sovereign, meaning he does what he wants, how he wants, whether we understand it or not, or even like it. He is in control of all things. He is Lord. He is about his glory, not ours. And he is to be feared. We are to be awestruck by him. One of the great upsides to fearing the Lord is that you understand somewhat of his greatness. That there is nothing he can't do. Nothing. What a mighty God I serve. Wow.